All right, what's going on, everyone? Welcome to Tonecast number 82. Brian Porter here with Marco Gonzalez. What's up, Marco? Hey, guys. How's it going? It's a uh, nice, cloudy, boise morning today. It is, <laughs> but we're here doing guitar stuff. We, yeah. got, we got some videos planned today. We're, we're jumping into the world of shootout videos, and we're not going to be shooting out our pickups versus other pickups. We're just going to be comparing different models. And that's that's the goal. But uh, we ran into a little uh, <laughs> pull the guitar off the wall, and it didn't work. So we have a wiring challenge to to do before we shoot the video later. So yeah. I think our heads are kind of spinning as we as we hit record here on the podcast. But yeah, a couple here, a couple here, hurdles every day. Yeah, <laughs> here we are. So uh, we've got a set of nineties and and a set of gatekeeper pickups. We're going to compare and contrast them, and that video should be out uh, within. A week or so of this podcast so check that out check out our youtube channel i want to mention the pickup chooser as well you can go onto our website we talk about it every week and it's important because it helps you find the set that you need for your guitar it helps us us know what you need and helps us kind of write you that prescription for the for the pickup chooser um, and and really like we say every week but it's really fun to talk with with you guys who are our fans of our company or, or customers interested in, in that stuff. We enjoy those conversations. A lot of fun ones in the last couple of weeks and getting some happy customers, getting the, the sets that they want for sure. Yeah, it's like such a good platform too for us to like, you know, reach out to you guys and be able to communicate with you guys and just see what these guitar or these pickups are going into. And it's cool when you get the guitars or the pictures of the finished guitars and a in a happy face next to it. So it, it feels good. So yeah, please please fill it out. We're eager to chat. Yes, definitely. So we're going to jump into a kind of a freeform episode today. This is kind of, uh, we're basically hitting recording or hitting the record button for this podcast. And, and this is something that is, is a topic that kind of comes up throughout the years. Like every, you know, I would say like once or twice a month when a customer will email us or we'll be searching for gear and just kind of like jumping into the, the, um, the fray of the internet, right? Trying to figure out like, how do I even go about searching for an answer for a question that I have um, or, you know, looking for an opinion on this new piece of gear that's about to come out and how you can find every positive and every negative opinion about any company, any product, any, anything on the Internet. Um, and sometimes there's some things that we would say are untrue that, uh, you know, you look at it and you're like, that's where did you get that from? <laughs> And many times they come to us with that information and they say, hey, I heard this. And we kind of have to figure out you know, how to kind of disagree, like kindly, but hey, we don't, we don't really agree with that. Like our, our, um, our pickup height video that we just released last week was, was exactly that way. We don't have pickup height recommendations on our website. So maybe, um, maybe Marco, as we jump in here... Um, First of all, welcome to the show. And then, kind of, what? Let's start before we j- dive into this this big hairy topic. Um, what do you? What have you been working on in the shop, in the pickup shop this week? Well, I've been doing a lot of cool custom top stuff actually for you know for several interesting pickups that that have been geared to go out and kind of more geared custom shop kind of stuff and fun mockups, just to kind of keep the custom shop ideas exciting and you know playing with all sorts of different dyes and paints and. Playing with fire, you know, it's it's big fun. We've got a, a cool hammer that I've been hitting stuff with, so nice just to get some cool effects. And we buy, we buy you a hammer so you can take out your frustration on on uh, pickup covers and some scratched covers, <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, because exactly. it's like well, they're just sitting there scratched, so we might as well make 
make it into lemonade or, or whatever. So yeah, and we had the pickup. Uh, we had the Ricochet Trons. We don't really know what we're going to call them. I think that's probably what the we're going to call them. Yeah. Rico Trons. I yeah, guess that's we, the code name here the at the shop. So those uh, those are a custom shop item that we're releasing, and and we'll feature those in some upcoming videos. But uh, this particular set, maybe we can talk about that that set that we built this week. Um, kind of what was different about it, and kind of the just just what's you know what what makes it special, what makes that one unique. Yeah, and <clears throat> excuse me. And so in that pickup hype video, we did feature the the Ricochet uh, Tron there, and it was the eight Alnico Five platform too, and it had like the, the bird's eye maple tops, I, I believe. Yeah. And so the one that we built this last week is actually going in sort of a travel guitar kind of platform, which it'll be cool to see the finished product, but those had a walnut top and an Alnico 2. So definitely a lot smoother, a little more smooth, I'm going to say. Mm. Yes. <laughs> but that was a cool set to, that was the first one that I had a, a hand in like seeing how it was built. And so there was a lot of stuff that I was like, I mean, I, I don't, let's just pop it together. Let's, you know, figure it out. Yeah. Because I think it, you built the, pods, the first one. Right? Yeah. I built yeah. the first one and, um, so that's like the second set in existence of of those new models, but we call them the pods because they're basically the size of a Filtertron, but it's just a a regular single coil bobbin with our Ricochet magnet configuration. And you can go on our Instagram page and see a picture of that set that we built. Um, mm-hmm. Took a cool photo in in the fall leaves with the yeah. walnut top. So it's a beautiful uh, beautiful arrangement. <laughs> yeah, so it's it's definitely uh, those are definitely fun. We'll try to do more videos and sounds of those. Uh, our hope is that we can make those into adapter rings and and kind of to modify into any Gretsch as well. And then speaking of Gretsches, before we jump in the last minute here, but we do have something exciting coming into a shop Gretsch here soon. Maybe we can just go ahead and talk about that now as well. Yeah, so there's a pickup set that I was develop, developing for that this week too that's uh, going to go in there. It's uh, a mini humbucker format, but it's going to be a, a Firebird pickup. So uh, stay tuned for that. It's going to go in a cool Gretsch too. So I think uh, normally you hear Firebirds in a, a solid body. So I th- I'm excited to hear what they're going to sound like in this thing. Yeah, definitely. We've got one of those um, newer Gretsch models with the staple P90s. And they're not really staple P90s. That they're just kind of slugs instead of staple yeah. magnets, um, just probably for cost, and cost then I, reasons. I can't wait to maybe reverse engineer that, maybe tear one of them open and, and see if we can, yeah, you know, steal some some measurements. <laughs> Definitely. So that will be coming out soon. We have to go through a couple hoops for that. We're going to make some adapter rings to drop onto the existing Gretsch rings to retrofit the mini humbuckers. So. The, what, the cool thing about that, though, is that at some point that may be something that we sell as a package where you have this Gretsch model and, and you can buy the pickups with the rings ready to just mount onto your Gretsch. So that's the, that's the long-term goal. Um, how quickly we actually get to that as a product is, is undetermined at this point. <laughs> um, but I, I'm ready to dive into this topic. Um, I was lost in a gear page thread this morning, um, a couple of different threads, just just people complaining about stuff or like asking for opinions and then going through the thread and getting 30 different thoughts on, you know, what cable should I connect my two pedals with or something mm-hmm. like that. So maybe think about this as a topic and this is a massive topic, but I figure we could kind of go back and forth a little bit on this and, and just kind of talk about this, this topic of, well, I read it on the internet, so it must be true or, you know, kind of where do you go for your information and how do you know you can trust it? 
and a lot of different things like that. So, so let's dive in. I guess we can start with some of your experiences as you've um, you've gone on this. Like, I feel like it's it's like you open this door, and there is, um, you know, I think of it like my house sometimes with all my kids running around. It's like, you open the door, and you just never know what you're going to find in their room. Yeah, and that's what it feels like searching for gear on the internet or searching for opinions on gear. So maybe you can start us off here and with some examples uh, that you've seen. Well, yeah, I mean, it really is like a big ocean of information out there and and a lot of times you end up like a little more exhausted like a little more tired after you uh you you started researching and and yeah sometimes you have to really devote some time to like finding quality sources it's almost like we're writing a a research paper or something like well we have to make sure our sources are valid um but yeah you can find 30 different opinions on either pro or con for any kind of given thing um but yeah like forums and that's usually when i'm dealing with a guitar that, you know, I don't have any idea what I need to do to it. Like there's instances where I've had a humbucker and a single and I've had to do resistor capacitor tricks and trying to find the right forums where there is like credible sources. So, cause I don't want to do a modification and then realize that it's completely wrong. So, you know, you're like, okay, I want to look at five or six different places and see if maybe two or three of them line up. Um, but then there's always varied opinions of, of stuff like that. So <laughs> yeah. yeah, you type it into the Google search bar and then you're just combing, combing for stuff. And yeah, I don't know. Sometimes it, it can just be exhausting. And, uh, you know, I just end up kind of like going on reverb and looking more at like guitar pictures of guitars once I've figured out more models and more things, specifics that I want. But it's like you have to use a few different, you know, platforms or like websites to to get all of the information that you need these days it can be exhausting yeah <laughs> yeah and it's like how do you know like you know fender guy 62 on on the gear page says this is the only way to do this specific thing and and but then you go and read somewhere else that this is another so like it's kind of like you're searching for truth right <laughs> you're like how do i get to where i want to get and you know, my experience just just thinking back through like about a year ago, I bought an Eastman acoustic, and it was you know pretty nice, solid, solid mahogany guitar. And I knew I wanted one because I had a experience working at a store back in the day that sold Eastmans. I remember them being great guitars for the money, and I just didn't want to spend like I'm just I don't spend a lot of money on acoustics. I just I never have, and because obviously I'm a, I'm an electric guy and. I remember diving into the forums and, and be like, okay, I'm going to research this model. I think this is the model I want. I'm going to research it. And ended up just kind of, you know, it felt like you, you walk in, you're walking through a car wash, like not in your car, right? You just get, <laughs> you're getting hit by, oh, this is that, and this is this. And, you know, and so my experience with Eastman was one thing. And then you go and read and you've got people saying, well, they're not Martin and they're not Taylor. And then you got people saying, well, they're better than Martin and they're better than Taylor. And you just got these people like fighting on the internet. It's like my kids, right? They're just like, that's my toy and that's my toy. And you're fighting and fighting. And, and, and it just gets exhausting. Like you said, it's like, how do you, like, I already, I kind of already had my mind made up, but I, I was thinking if I didn't have my mind made up, I almost like wouldn't have bought it if I, you know, if I didn't already have some kind of like confidence level to be like, well, this guy says it's it's dumb, and he has six thousand posts on the 
you know, and on the gear page. Forum, so yeah. he, he must he must know what he's talking about. Um, but I find that just just really difficult to to navigate. Um, even even as you're looking at new, you know, something new comes out, and you're like, oh man, I want to research that. And and there's like threads and threads of opinions, and this product hasn't even been released. And there's people saying, you know, like, oh, it's terrible. It's going to be the worst thing ever made. And people are like, man, this is going to change my entire, you know, guitar playing life. And I just find it to be frustrating a lot of times because um, there's not really, you know, it's opinions, right? It's like everyone has their opinions on on different pieces of gear. And how do you how do you like take those opinions like? And and give like do you do you know if you told me about something I would give it more weight than some guy on the forum but mm-hmm. that's because I I know that you have like a certain eye for gear but man how do you you know how do you do that when you're jumping into unknown unknown territories yeah and I think there's an aspect of it that it's kind of like it's just a means to an end too because I think that you can have you know, three of the same model guitar. And, and for whatever reason, one of them is always going to sound better than the other two, right? And you're going to be like, I want this one. So you're almost just trying to find the good guitar in the in the big haystack that is, <laughs> you know, the the guitar market or however many guitars there are out there too. So, you know, it, it almost doesn't matter in a way, but you do want to, it's like, you know, when you go to buy a car, you research, it's like, did this car turn out okay? I mean, like 10 years down the road, did this car hold up? You know, 10 years down the road, did this guitar hold up? And it, you know, sounds better than expected. And, you know, because there's so many choices out there too. And everybody makes a good guitar, I, th- I think. I mean, it's all machines nowadays plugged in and they all make the cuts the exact same way. It's yeah. just how you put them together and the the raw materials maybe, I don't know. Um, so... I think it is, it is interesting, but it it does matter, and you do want to see well, what's going on and what the public reception is too. Because if there is an issue, then you want to know how to, you know, like oh, this is an issue that they had with with this run of guitars, and you know, because I I remember like static issues with a bunch of Gibsons mm-hmm. and like the lacquer and like, huh, I never would have thought, but like I remember that year we saw like six Gibsons that had that weird yeah. static issue. Yeah, and I mean, I guess that's that's the. The good part, I mean, it sounds like we're like trashing the forums, and it's that's not true. I mean, the good part about forums is you can, um, you know, it, it can tend to be like you're ganging up on a company, which is is kind of a, I would say that's the bad part. Um, but at times where um, I've seen sort of people say, "Hey, this company is not fulfilling my order in time," and what's what's the deal? Have any, has anyone else experienced that? And then like five people chime in, like, "Yeah, I'm waiting 18 months for my." my cable or 18 months for my new pedal or whatever. And then it kind of forces the, the companies to deal with kind of the, like have some accountability. Yeah, a little bit. And, and I think it's, you have to be careful because it does seem like a pile on thing where, you know, someone, you know, someone who has never ordered is like, Oh yeah, I never, I never liked those guys anyway. You know, kind of just becomes like a gossip circle uh, very quickly instead of just like a helpful thing. But it does sort of call, Companies to action. I know a lot of um, a lot of us companies have been having challenges with supply chains and parts, and and that there's very very many like a lot of those are are legitimate like issues and challenges. Like we've had our, we've had some ourselves, and uh, we've had to get really creative to overcome some of those. And some people are waiting on chips and and wire for cables, and and it's really messing things up. Uh, but I do think that 
there has been a handful of companies that are say, well, COVID, you know, blame, blaming it on COVID, and and oftentimes it's it's a contributing factor, but um, they're also not contacting customers back and saying this is the situation. And I feel like they could avoid <laughs> yeah. they could avoid some of that that forum stuff. So I think that some of that to an extent is a good part of the forums, but I do think that in general um, it gets kind of tiring when it's like, I mean, people are going online and just complaining about everything. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's like we're we're complaining about the color of a of a run of petals or something like that. Like we need to get get out a little bit more and mm-hmm. <laughs> get some sunshine and yeah. go on a walk or something. But or spend some time practicing or yeah, something. <laughs> or or like play the gear that you already have instead of just looking. I mean, we're guilty of this too, right? We I'm like, well, we just got, you know, all these cool new demo guitars. And I'm like looking at this this other guitar. I'm like, oh, that'd be cool to have that one in here too. But I'm like, no, I just need to enjoy what we have and yeah. um, kind of just keep, like you said, like that's a good point. Like let's just keep playing and keep practicing. Yeah. And that's that's super important. Maybe we can, we can talk about um, kind of as, as we go is just, um, you know, how we manage some of the online reviews and how like, you know how to just. I, I want. I don't want to say like make your own decision, but we we, we just did this like pickup high video, and we were saying we we're basically saying we don't do factory settings because we you can't follow a formula in this case. It's music and it's your ears and yeah. set your pickup heights to what works for you, and that may disrupt Fender's factory settings or something like that. Yeah, and it's all uh, user experience, you know, that's that's the fun of the this whole music thing. Yeah, like we forget, I was in like a practice space yesterday and I was like, all right guys, let's remember we're here to have fun, you know, and I was just <laughs> joking because it was kind of the end and we we're all tired, but, you know, at the end of the day, let's have some fun with it and if, you know, something isn't sounding right and you're like, if I could just get a little bit more of this, I mean, maybe a little screw turn, you know, quarter turn of the screwdriver yeah. is all you need. So it's just fun to... You know, try for yourself, and but yeah, I mean, if you don't know that the pickup heights could be a thing, that's something that you could have picked up on a forum, and you're like, yeah, pickup heights, I never even considered. I know different picks is something people don't consider a lot, but that yeah. drastically can impact your tone. And at the same practice space, I was cycling through picks because I was like, oh, this one sounds better today in this room with this amp. So I, I think I'm crazy too, but <laughs> I probably should start a pick forum and. Yes. Start uh, spreading and bunking mitts, debunking mitts on that uh, on that forum because I think it's cool though because it is like a platform to reach out and and share some experiences and maybe some people didn't think about picks that much because I know some people are like oh I use my Dunlop Herco Grays I've used them for thirty years and yeah that's what that's what works and that's hey if that's what works that's cool but there's a whole whole world of gear out there and. That's the fun part is trying to dip into it. And the first way you do that is by looking at some reviews of people that you maybe trust. And I guess the first part is finding people that you think like, okay, maybe we have similar opinions. You know, I I think uh, I'll tend to agree with this person over this person or I don't know. You find your tribe and then you kind of are like, yeah, I, I like that. And, you know, there's those channels that I watch on YouTube too that I may be different, completely different, like, you know, like upbringings or whatever, but you know, like the Trogley's guitar show guy and he's always got a bunch of cool Gibsons and I'm not really like a Gibson guy, but I just love guitar con content and the way that he documents it. I'm like, and he started doing other stuff, you know, and I think that the way that 
in-depth way he goes and reviews stuff is really is really useful. And he'll open the guitars up so you can see the pickups and stuff, which some people are like, oh, how could you do that to a, a vintage guitar? And he's like, well, but I'm just trying to document it for, you know, people yeah. that are wanting to learn. And I think that that's cool and that there is good resources out there and good reviews out there. You just, you know, have to do some critical Googling, <laughs> YouTube bar searching <laughs> optimization yeah. stuff. So Yeah, and I wonder if, you know, I wonder why... You know, I think it's sometimes it's it's genuinely like a new guitar player or someone who's just just trying to figure stuff out. Maybe they're buying their first tube amp or something like that, and they're they just had a practice amp and they're jumping into like, okay, I need a tube amp now. Where do I even start? And the, like the good thing about now is there's so many choices, but it also is a bad thing or a difficult thing as someone like you know, if I want to overdrive pedal, where do you even start? I mean, even I have some favorites, right? But I wanted to add something else to our shop board. I wouldn't even know what to do because there is so many th- so many choices and it, and it gets kind of fatiguing. But I I just wonder if it's like maybe maybe encouraging people to to like make your own decisions. Yeah. Uh, find out what works for you. If you like something, it's not bad, even if other people don't like it. I mean, that goes for guitar shapes and guitar brands. Yeah. BC Rich. Yeah. I mean, it's and, and I've. You know, I have my I have my brands that are not not exactly mainstream that I really like. Um, I don't have to, like you said, I don't have to have a Gibson. It doesn't have to have Gibson on the headstock for me to like feel complete or whatever. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean I go don't go look at Gibsons or 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 like oh that'd be really cool to get like this really nice PRS, but I'm not going to spend forty five hundred dollars on a on a PRS. That's just not what I'm going to do. So I just I think that like. How do you you know how do you kind of like encourage people to say hey like make your own decisions if that pedal looks cool the what's the worst that can happen you play it for a while sounds terrible you just not you're not gelling with it and sell it and yeah, trade on. it for something else yeah <laughs> and then yeah that is something that I the, the term that I've heard kind of being thrown around is like kind of gatekeeping and there's a lot of like people that. They're afraid to ask maybe stupid questions because they don't want to seem like they don't know anything or like they're newbies. And so, you know, maybe that's the other thing. Like there's people out there that that don't know and that's okay. It's okay to not know everything and ask what you think is a stupid question because there's no stupid questions. So there's only stupid answers, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, you can find a lot of stupid answers yeah. online, right? <laughs> you, can, you can see. Yeah, I just, I, this has been an interesting thing for me just try to, trying to as I go into different things like when you when you read about something that you want I mean less and less unfortunately is the chance to go try it at a music store and that's where that's where it used to be able to go and be like oh this new model of this just released and the the music shop's got it I can go down and try it with my own guitar and make it like a, a pretty good decision like a pretty educated solid decision by myself now it's like the local music shop may or may not ever get one of these guitars that you're really after, or one of these amps or pedal boards or things like that. There just may not be a dealer of that. And so you're, maybe that's another challenge too that we're trying to like, it, it's not going to get any better. I mean, we're not going to get past this point of like, you're going to have to buy some things that you've never, never tried or played and you can watch a demo, but everything changes, you know, when it comes, when it's not in this, this amazing player's hands and it, comes to your doorstep, like, what are you going to do with, with your gear? Um, 
And that's kind of one of those things where you look at it and like, wow, this is, this is challenging in a way. Cause I certainly don't want to even spend $200 on a piece of gear and like not really be happy with it. Yeah. Cause I just remember all the, all the stuff I've bought that have been like, yeah, you know, did like, I need that? Yeah. yeah. Either I didn't need it or just, it was just terrible. Yeah. Like back in the day I had the zoom 505. Do you yeah. remember that? Oh, yeah. It was like the two-button multi-effect thing, and, and it had all these effects. I'm like, it was probably one of the first effects that I ever bought, besides like a tuner and maybe a drive pedal. Mm-hmm. But I just remember thinking like, well, efficiency-wise. And now like, now it totally makes sense to buy like a multi-effects unit because a lot of them are really, really good. Yeah. But at that point, it was like I had the same argument that I would now for buying like a new Fractal or buying like a Helix <laughs> or something. It was like, oh, well, it's going to do all this and I don't have to buy all these other pedals. But at that point, like it just sounded terrible. And I, I was so disappointed. I think, I don't remember, there were a couple hundred bucks, but I remember working, working like a whole summer to save up to buy, mm-hmm. to buy it. And I was just like, this is the worst decision I've ever made in my entire life. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it's just kind of, that's, that, that reminded me of that too. That's or, funny. Yeah. Cause there, I don't think, you know, there wasn't like it, it, guitar forums to go figure it, figure it out. I just had to buy it. And you're like, this is what multi effects yeah, are. This is the, the way that I think it was the musician's friend catalog or something mm-hmm. where I was like, okay, it's in the catalog and it's featured and like, it must be good. Yeah. And I think I even have one in my closet right you? now. Oh man, you I'll should bring, bring it, in. it in for a video or something. Okay. Yeah, well you should bring it in because I think we could do some some fun stuff with it. Some nostalgia even. Turns it's like one of the it's like the all gray plastic one or Oh yeah. I don't know. It says five oh five on it, but maybe it's like the second version. But yeah, it's I listen to it now <laughs> and I'm like, this is cheesy, but when you oh, need man. a ring modulator. True. And nothing else does that. Okay, okay. you got to bring it in now. Yeah. Uh, that sounds awesome. <laughs> I should just make a whole video. Nah, I think I think JHS did some videos of, of like the pod, the original pod, mm. and kind of like showing like, oh, it actually has some cool tones in it. So like I'm almost scared to like, because I just trashed it, right? I'm almost scared to like. You'd be like, huh. oh, wow, this is pretty cool. This is the new secret weapon. I'm not like really optimistic that it's going to all of a sudden sound good, um, but I just remember like. My young ears, young guitar ears, did not uh, did not enjoy it very much. Like, what? What's going on? <laughs> but yeah, I think it's so. So I think in conclusion, I just you know finding people you can trust. Um, have you? I've see, even seen people trying to pitch like this gear. I don't even know what they called it, but like you know, we're the experts. Come talk to us about your rigs and stuff like that. And that and that's valid. But I do just think you know finding a couple of buddies talking about gear and being like, Hey, what do you think about this? And, you know, someone that's maybe seen a lot of gear or, or, you know, let them buy it first and see if, (laughs) see if it's good. And then you can make your decision based on, you know, someone gets it and then you're like, Hey, let's, let's hang out and play guitar and and do that kind of stuff and kind of explore new things. So like, it's always fun to do that. But I think that as you try to navigate the the gear world, it it can be a bit of a headache. Yeah, for sure. And, uh, I mean, you be, might be surprised at some of the things you like, so you don't necessarily have to be spec obsessed about stuff. And maybe you'll try a, a maple fretboard this time, and you'll be pleasantly surprised. So, <laughs> but but I heard about I heard this about maple fretboards, and yeah, it just kind of you can go yeah you can off the rails pretty <laughs> pretty fast. The other thing too is that, and this is like this is like the accountability for you and me, right? Is to just play what you have, like go through the stuff that you have, and maybe you'd be surprised to like dig up some new sounds yeah. for it. Um, and we have this weird, 
at the shop we have this weird thing like we our our work is guitars and guitar pickups and oftentimes we we walk past you know 20 or 30 guitars every time walking into work and we're like well, there there's so many cool sounds in each one of those instruments on the wall and the pedals that are just hanging out in the shop I mean we got pedals on on random shelves and like we've got a bunch of different amps and so we've got this like palette of stuff that we can really explore and we don't really don't really need to chase a lot of new stuff I think yeah but for us it's kind of a good reminder to like just go play guitar yeah shut up and play guitar I guess is yeah. kind of the thing and we're all guilty of walking by our pedal boards and we're like man that's the same old pedals but I don't know try twisting all the knobs yeah. in a completely different spot and yeah you might yeah. be pleasantly surprised pedals are very powerful these days Definitely, and, and one of our employees brought in his own pedal board, and I almost like got re, the fire got reignited to like build a pedal board again. You know, it's like, oh, this is really cool. He's got this effect and this effect, and he's got some super cool stuff on the board. And really, and it became like a, I don't know, just like you kind of put put the pedal board idea down for a year or two, and then you're like, oh, maybe I should. Yeah, that's mostly because we've like stolen cables and from our shop board. It's, it's looking it's just a bit a, rough. <laughs> yeah, it's it's like a it's like a puzzle that is missing, you know, half the pieces right now. But um, I like that I like that he has this, you know, this whole board and it's all neatly organized. Yeah, and it's beautiful. And, yeah, and it's like wow, that kind of looks ours looks a little bit embarrassing next to, yeah. <laughs> next to that one. Maybe we should put it back together. <laughs> That's almost, that could be another show, a, a whole before and after of the shop board. Oh, yes. That's it, true. I mean, if, if we took a picture of how it looks right now, I bet the forums would go crazy. Oh, yes. This, these guys don't know anything. About like, check out this killer board. This is the setup you need. Yeah. <laughs> a bunch of cables just hanging out. Yeah. There's a tuner and a power supply and a couple, couple random Not pedals. even hooked up. <laughs> Not even hooked up. Yeah. <laughs> And I don't, I don't know, because some of it is like we let people borrow the pedals and they get kind of, once the board gets taken apart, it's, it just doesn't get put back together very quickly. Yeah. So that happens. But Well, thanks, guys, for listening. This is kind of a, obviously a free-form episode. If you have thoughts on the, on the forum thing and, and kind of like questions, confusions, or, or even stories of things that you've read and come to find out are not true uh, over time, that would be cool to kind of hear your stories you can shoot us an email info at porterpickups.com we'll feature that on a on an upcoming episode just the this is like such a such a wide-ranging topic and i do i do feel like it's that analogy of just you're jumping you're something like you're jumping into traffic right you're just like okay i'm in a in a big city and i'm trying to like get to some kind of destination but there's so many people and cars and noises and like i just want to figure out what's going to work for me and um, maybe maybe taking a step back and and finding some trusted sources would be good because the internet is kind of a mess <laughs> at times. Yeah, no joke. All but, right, guys, we'll catch you next time on the Tonecast.